Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here and welcome aboard. It's another episode. It's episode 109 of the MBA podcast. We're talking today about a, uh, a big principle, and that is streamline and simplify. Those two words, Ash, they're like music to my ears. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing extremely well, James. And uh, yes, it's a great topic. And it's, uh, well, we know it's central to a productive business. So yeah, looking forward to diving in. Oh, exactly. Music to my ears, listeners, streamline and see what's the opposite of, you know, uh, you know, overly complex and stressful. What, what's the, what could we possibly make the opposite <laughs> sound as bad as possible? Well, com- complexify and overthink. That's and, not even a word. And confuse. <laughs> and confuse. Yeah, which, look, as, as humorous as that is, uh, I, I, I would hazard a guess that, uh, unfortunately, that's where a lot of business owners, and particularly mortgage brokers, find themselves, uh, you know, unintentionally. Oh, they so, do? Yeah, I, I think if we can we can strip out some, um, in, the, in the spirit of streamlining and simplifying, if we can strip out the complexity of this subject, yep. Um, be very helpful. Yeah. And we can dive straight into sort of the whys and the what's and the hows, but it's true. It, it's actually quite difficult to streamline and simplify. And most of our listeners would be nodding their heads right now. Uh, and there's an old saying that I learned many years ago. I've probably mentioned it on a number of podcasts, Ash, like a broken record that, uh, and the saying goes that I'm sorry for writing such a long letter. I didn't have time to write a short one because it's so much easier in, and this goes for everything in business and life and everything. It's actually really easy to make things complicated and just scrape them together and bolt them together. And you end up with a spider web, that tangled Frankenstein's monster, as you often refer to. It takes a lot of time and energy and iterations to arrive at something that is simple and streamlined and super efficient, but also really, really powerful. We're not talking like a basic version of doing something. We're talking about comprehensive and very, very powerful, but at the same time, very simple. So it's just for every listener, I just want to start with that in that getting to this point takes a lot of time and there's, a, you know, there's complexity in simplification, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100% it does. And I think look, this certainly applied to me um, in my journey um, many, many years ago. You know, being a what I would call a big picture thinker, I think like a lot of brokers are, you know, thinking big pictures, solving lots of clients' problems, writing lots of loans, making money, providing for my family, living that life. That's a, what I would call a big picture, which is a fantastic big picture. You've got to, you know, it's great to have that. However, if you don't have the natural skills or learned experience or background expertise on how to, I guess, coordinate and align all the little things in your business and life to that direction, it's so easy to start just packing things in and end up 
uh, with this complicated, um, burdensome, it's almost overwhelming structure. Um, you know, and there's a lot of examples of that, you know, emails and availability and, um, you know, lack of systems. There's a whole, whole bunch of ways that shows up. Problem is that most people don't have the training, um, are already working hard. It's very difficult to step out of, outside of your business and yourself to see this. Um, and that's totally separate to having the, the skills or, or, or the training on how to go about creating simplification. And it is one of those great maxims, I think, that, that you know, the answers are always hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. But people tend to go around the block five times be- before they stop at the answer, which was the first thing they saw. They do. Um, mm. It's just human nature. You know, so what the reason this is so difficult is because it goes against human nature. Well, it does. And and the interesting thing about this, this comes from one of our big principles, um, Ash, and another one of those principles, and this is where it gets tricky, is that we also know that when building a business, you're going to build it 1% at a time, brick by brick, and you're going to build it with sticky tape. Like we're not going to focus on perfection from day one. So it, this is going to happen, isn't it? Like this is going to happen in every mortgage business. Every one of our listeners will get to this point where you're building the business and you're doing it in a way that's sort of just in time. Like as you build it, you're building the systems and you're bolting that on and you're improving that and you're mapping that out bit by bit by bit. No one's sitting there day one and mapping out their entire business and building a huge factory or an engine to then turn the lights on one day. Like, I don't think anyone's got the resources to do that. So we know that it's the smart option to build it brick by brick, brick and 1% at a time and built to, to shift. The danger is that if we don't go back through and streamline and simplify it, and we're going to go through three things that our listeners can do to do this, then you can end up with that tangled web, the Frankenstein's monster, uh, and it can very it can get out of control. So we do need a process of building it piece by piece, but then also having something in place to make sure we come back and review and and streamline and simplify as as we go over time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you um, covering those those principles, James. I, I- I hope everyone, this is sort of maybe triggering you into almost a low level of uh, anxious arousal, right? Which is, <laughs> you know, um, that's a good thing. Like, you know, it's, um, I think it's called the law of optimal arousal. It's good to be a little bit stressed, but not good to be overstressed. Optimal arousal, think, Ash. It's like we're going to have to put an M rating on this podcast now using the words <laughs> arousal. Well, you know, that emotional arousal is what our, our brain and body's way of telling us that something's happening and to take note. Um, but I think the problem is a lot of our you know listeners, you're probably living life in a state of high arousal. When I mean that is high emotional stress, right? So boredom is when there's no stress. Um, overwhelmed is when you're too stressed. The optimal is in the middle, and it's a bit of a balancing act. It doesn't happen overnight, like you said, James, but it certainly takes a shift in thinking to go, well, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? Um, where do I start? You know, to bring this 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 productivity, this mindset shift in that every day with me and my team, we're going to look at what can we simplify? Is this thing that we're doing connected and productive 
in the bigger picture? Or is it just something that ended up getting slotted in because it seemed like a good idea at the time? And slowly but surely, you know, you, you, you know, it's like an episode of Hoarders. If you've ever watched that show, you ask yourself, why do people end up living in a house where it's stacked to the ceiling with junk? Well, they, they didn't just bring it all in day one, right? It accumulated over years, yep. right? And it becomes a very comfortable environment, even though it is stressful and people get very attached to it. Now, it's very easy for that to happen in business. You get attached to the complexity, right? Now, so you it takes do. a bit of a mindset shift to step away from that. You do. You, you can get very attached to the complexity, not and not even attached, but almost, I would say, handcuffed because things get so complicated and it's it's a mixture of some bolted together systems and something that's in my head and something that's in my team head. And I'm sort of, me and the team, we're the only ones that understand the, the complexity and mess. Uh, and that itself can, can be stressful. So... Um, Let's let's bake in a really simple way of uh, starting to streamline and simplify. Ash, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, three three things, and really the three things that I'm going to talk about are, are just part of a process you can anyone can do, and should be doing in their business on a regular basis. Uh, we do these in our business on a regular basis. They're essentially called retrospectives, and essentially it's taking a moment to review what's going on. It's having a look through uh, the way you work and the way processes operate and the way systems talk to each other and integrate and how you're interacting with the team and clients. Just essentially looking at what's happening in the business and you go through a process of going, right, what are we doing? You know, what are all the little things that we're doing? What are some of the things that are working really well? What are some of the things that aren't working well, might be broken, are getting missed? Things like that. And when you go through this exercise of, I guess, brain dumping all these things, reviewing systems, review, reviewing what you built, you, you would then, I guess, use a few lenses over that list. And we can talk about those, Ash. Uh, I'll, I'll list them out and we'll, we'll dive in. So there's the 80-20 yep. rule, 80-20 rule, which is you know typically 80% um, of your business will come from 20% of you know, sources or 80% of your problems and challenges come from 20%. There's lots of um, examples of the 80-20 rule. Uh, we'll talk about the, the, I guess, idea of constantly asking why. Like, why are we doing that? Do we need to do it that way? Is there a better or a smarter way of doing things? And also looking at, from the perspective of removing baggage, um, I guess that's kind of linked, Ash, to asking why. A bit like cleaning up your house. You go mm. through the cupboards. You ask, um, you know, do I get benefit or enjoyment? Do I actually wear this? You know, why did I buy that? Why am I keeping it? And actually seeing what you've got, putting it into piles and realizing you haven't worn that in three years. So we're going to remove that baggage. We're going to clean it up, simplify, put it back together, nice and simple and streamlined. How can we unpack those in more detail? Well, look, I love it. You know, we, we talk about this a lot. Um, interesting, quick little story. I mean, we talk about asking why three or four times, um, which I'll come back to in a minute. We, we've, we've got a client. I'm working with one of our members now. I've been working with this guy for quite a while. He's a high-level sportsman, sort of a, a, a elite sportsman or ex-elite sportsman, and was telling me recently that in 
when he was coaching um, in that team environment, they would have 11 levels of why. So they would keep asking the same question 11 times to get to the root of the problem. So this is quite common amongst simplifying performance down to its bare essentials, the same as a business, the same as your wardrobe, the same as the apps on your phone. Ask yourself, why have I got that pair of um, sparkly jeans in my cupboard? Maybe I'm giving away a secret there. I shouldn't say sparkly jeans. <laughs> Why have I got that pair of black jeans in my cupboard? Oh, I really like them. But why are they there? I might wear them one day. But when was the last time you wore them? Three years ago. So why have you got them? I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you, you ask three or four times, you get to the point, which is, you know what? I don't know why I've got them. Get rid of them. Make space for something else. And uh, I'll just hit, hit pause on that because I love I want to dive into that more. It's, it's super powerful because most people would only stop at the first or second why and keep the pair of jeans. Why have I got them? Because I like them. I'll keep them. Um, same as in a business. You could ask why and just move on. Oh, okay, why are we... So why are we sending that to the client's the day after approval? Let, let, for example, like why are we sending this thing to a client's day after approval? Oh, because we've always done it. Or because, I don't know, someone installed it. Okay, we'll keep doing it. Not, hang on, but so, but why are we sending it? And then for this reason, yeah, but why? Do, do we actually need to? What benefit is it giving um, and, and really diving further into the why? And I think that's probably the biggest challenge, isn't it, Ash, to, yeah. to dive deep? Yeah. Oh, I, I would, I mean, as a simple takeaway, um, which we always, obviously, James, you know, for listeners, trying to hopefully you take one or two simple takeaway steps from from this is bring it into your business if you've got a team or even if it's just yourself lead from the front every day just have one thing whether it's a step a system an app um, um, a subscription something that sits inside the greater construction of your business that you've been doing and ask yourself why you're doing it and get your team three three or four times and if you can't genuinely get to a point that James just mentioned, which is it has a genuine measurable benefit to, you know, the, the client experience and to the business's compliance requirements. Well, why are we doing it? If you can't come up with a reason, you probably should stop. Yep. It's right? that's a great way to breed that into the culture of your business. Yeah, you bet. It's probably it's a little bit like uh the the subscriptions on 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 the uh these days, Ash, like let's take your Netflixes of the world and um, stands and all of the others uh, showing my age. I don't even know the names of all of them anymore. But <laughs> for example, we can very easily subscribe to suddenly five, six of these streaming services. I've got Amazon and Netflix and Disney and Stan and Hulu and blah, 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 all of them. And they're all costing X dollars. But if you put these three lenses over, okay, 80, 20, betcha, bet anyone that 80% or even more of the shows they watch are from only 20% of the services. Oh, guaranteed. And these companies employ high-quality or high-level psychologists, marketing psychologists. They understand human nature, you know, and they will use a flagship program to get you to subscribe, knowing that it's not expens too expensive to make you cancel. Um and you will end up watching 80%, 90%, 95% of all your content on one service. Um, and that applies in business, James. I mean, how many of us are guilty of that? Just look at your phone. How many screens have you got to scroll across 
to cover off all the apps on your phone. Yeah. Right? And, and how many of them have you used in the last month, the yep. last three months, the last six months? I mean, apply that thinking to your business and you're halfway there. Better believe it. Apply the 80-20 rule. Continue to ask why. Remove the baggage. And it sounds relatively simple. And in, in fact, it is. Like the the hardest part of this process is actually making the time to do it. So as with anything in business, if you don't make time to work on your plans, to think about the future, look at your numbers, strategize about what you're going to take action on, well, you're toast. You're never going to get anywhere. If you never take the time to review the business and have a look under the hood and see how the engine's going and, you know, dive into the CRM and everything you've built, all your workflows, uh, documents, templates, and you never actually take the time to ask what's working well, what can we improve, then, well, it's never going to improve, isn't it? Actually, like the hardest thing is actually taking business owners and brokers away from the coalface and away from the doing and to recognise the value in doing this exercise. It, it, it can become a really self-fulfilling, vicious loop, and I'm sure every listener would, uh, sense this, that yes, I know that I've got to do that, but I'm so busy I haven't got time to do it. And it becomes this never-ending loop. Um, and this is where, and we've spoken about this in previous episodes, this is where coaching is so important. When one of the most important early things we do with any client is to help them streamline and simplify so they've got breathing space, so they've got headroom, so they've got time to actually invest their creative thinking and their attention into the important things in the business, the team, the marketing, the growth, the strategy, the direction. Um, those are the things that need your attention, but all of your mental capacity gets occupied with all the baggage. So, you know, at the very least, listeners, take a step that direction yourself, reach out to us, and we'll help you simplify and streamline your thinking and your business, and then you can go from there. And I really mean that. Like, that's so important to take that step. Oh, it is. And I like that you brought, you, you just subtly slipped that in there, Ash. Like, listen, I don't know if you picked it up, but we've been talking about like strategies and streamline, simplify. And Ash just subtly sort of said mindset and simplification, just like it was sort of nothing. But hang on. <laughs> the mm -hmm. mindset of this is what drives it. Like, you know, um, and where I was going with this, which you know, I'll, I'll come back, is the streamline and simplify is not just your business, it's you and your mindset. And that's what I wanted you to talk briefly to, Ash, is that we're talking about streamlining and simplifying your business, and that will help you personally. But a lot of what we do is personal simplification and streamlining, whether it's your thinking, your thought processes, your day, um, just Talk to the concept of streamlining and simplifying your mindset. Yeah, thanks, James. And it's a really good point. Look, we, we, we spoke about this at uh, one of our not-too-distant past um, events with our members. Uh, the concept of your business will only grow at the same speed you grow. Now, the other side of that is that your business will only simplify and streamline to the same degree you simplify and streamline. And the concept that I want everyone, hopefully, to, to, to grasp here is that the direction of the business and you are inseparable from each other. You can't have a complex life and a simple business. 
and you can't have a complex business and a simple life, right? Mm. You need to you need to accept that for the business to be simplified, you need to be simplified. Mm. Listeners, double back, rewind 30 seconds, listen to that again, because it, it's so true. If you're showing up in your business because you're stressed and you're all over the shop and you're juggling a thousand balls, how do you think that's going to translate into how you operate as a business owner and how you show up for your team? It's, it's not going to be good. So I really like the fact that we've rounded off with uh, that aspect, Ash, because that's uh, critical to this whole piece. 100%. It's a great topic. It's fundamental to everything that we stand for, which is success in business, success in life, simplicity, freedom, and all of those things come from lining up the direction of your life and the direction of your business. So listeners, I hope you got the message. Um, We've done our best to convey it. And yeah, really enjoy the chat. Yeah, likewise. Uh, Listeners, if you uh, realize that you want to make things simple and you'd like to achieve that next level of success uh, easier and more simple, and faster. Uh, that's exactly what we do. So feel free to reach out, uh, come and dive deeper with us. Uh, this is just scratching the surface, but it's been a pleasure to hang out with you for the day. And Ash, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you. So I guess until next week, stay well, be cool, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Likewise. See you next week. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.